duty to shine the light of truth, to bring justice to the restless souls whose lives were lost to their hands. Rise up against the evildoers of this world so that their souls may have peace. We will not surrender. We will fight. We will stand for what is right because we are the Justice Warriors. Hello, Justice Warriors. I'm Heather Cohen, and today I'll be flying solo to bring you a very special episode that is a must here if you've been following the Karen Swift case. You see, I've been investigating this case for about two years now, and I'm currently under fire for going against the grain in my investigation. In case you don't already know what I'm referring to when I say that, what I mean is that I believe that someone other than Karen's husband is responsible for her murder. Today, however, rather than discussing what that other theory is, I just want to share some audios of two interviews that I've had with Karen Swift's children. I'm hoping that maybe after hearing these, you might have a better understanding of why I feel the way I do. I need to know that if there was something that you would tell me, that you would not like hide it because you're scared that it's going to you know, incriminate your dad. No, I'm always, every time I've spoke to you, I've been truthful about everything. Oh, I know, I know you have. I know you have. You're, you're really brave and um, sweet girl. And I appreciate, I appreciate that. So I guess, let me just start by, you know, asking you, you know, what kind of, how would you describe your, from what you can remember? I know it was so long ago when you were young, but, you know, from what you can remember, um, how would you describe the way that your that your mom was like? You know her character, how she, you know, behaved, treated you kids, that sort of thing. Let's start with her individually. Um. Well, ever since I was little, I mean, I went everywhere with her, like everywhere. I mm-hmm. would wake up and go to like landscape with her. I did whatever with her. So, I mean, I guess. I don't know, she's kind of my rock. Like, I was closer to her than my dad, but I was also close to both of them, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So That sounds normal. It was just because he worked, worked, so she was home all the time. And I literally went everywhere with her. Went to every morning, woke up, went to the gym. Me and Keely played in the, like, daycare area. She would go work out. We would go do whatever we wanted for the day. Like, we just had... We did whatever. And, like, I always looked up to her because seeing her, like, passionate about landscaping and working out and everything, like, I remember whenever she started planning her 5K run and everything, like, I wanted to help her. Like, I was young, but, like, I was like, I want to help you. Like, this is so cool what you're doing. Like, Mm -hmm. whatever. So, her as a person, like, I feel like it's me now. Like, I've literally grown up to be her. Wow. And a strong-willed, I'm not going to yeah. take shit from anyone. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I do everything. I'm very independent. I do everything on my own. And I definitely got that from her. Okay. Okay. Um, Was she, like, a very, like, loving and affectionate mother? You know, is that her kind of style, or would you say she was more tough? Um. I mean, I mean, or she could be both. I mean, it's not really either yeah, or. Yeah, it was 
it was more of a boast because me and Julie did sleep in the bed with her every night, and we cuddled with her every night. But at the same time, like, I grew up to be her, which was a tough, independent, like, not going to do anything unless I want to do it type of person. Like, mm-hmm. So she was very strong-willed, and she didn't – she was loving and affectionate, but she didn't baby us. Like, she didn't – if we got hurt, like, yeah, okay, if it was bad enough, like, and we needed to go to the doctor or whatever, we went to the doctor. But if we fell and scraped our knee, like, we got up and she was like, you'll be fine in a few minutes. Like, yeah, she didn't, I don't know. You get what yeah. I'm just trying, trying to say. Um, okay. What about discipline? Um, was she, would she spank you? Or, I mean, how was, how did she discipline you guys? Um, Honestly, I don't remember because we kind of, I mean, they had the boys first. Yeah. And so they disciplined boys different than they disciplined girls. So I feel like we never really got in that much trouble because we were so different from the boys. Uh-huh. <laughs> the boys were the ones but always like, getting in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Like the boys yeah. were always going getting in trouble so I mean if we got in trouble for not cleaning our room like we cleaned it and moved on like Mm -hmm. we didn't get punished for two weeks because we didn't clean our room like after we did it we did it yeah yeah okay what about your dad what's his you know what's his temperament like and you know would you say he has a bad temper or anything, you know, and, and what's his discipline style? How does he discipline you? Um, yeah, he didn't, he really, to this day, like, I've been grounded one time, like, actually grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, if we did something bad enough, it was, like, one belt whooping, that's it, ever, like, mm-hmm. and move on with it because, he did not want to dwell on it, mm-hmm. but, I mean, I've never, like, been scared for my life, like, yeah. I've never been scared of him, like, I, I don't know, like, whenever I, whenever I get in trouble by him, I don't get scared, which is really sad to say, but I guess that's how my mom raised me, because I'm not really scared of anyone. Yeah. So, it takes a lot for me to be scared, well, I mean, you say you don't get scared because you're tough, but, I mean, do you think somebody who wasn't tough would be scared by, by him? Mm, no. My sister's very sensitive. And I really don't think, like, she's never really been in trouble either. Yeah. So, he's is never he, Is he a yeller? Is he a thrower? Is he, I mean, anything no, like that? I, I've never seen him with a temper. Like, it's always just, I don't know. When we get in trouble, it's like, I honestly don't know how to describe it because it's not, he doesn't yell, he doesn't scream, he doesn't throw things, he doesn't get mad. Like, he's so calm. He's just calm. I gotcha. Okay. Well, um, what about, what do you remember about like and I'm I feel like I may have already asked you this question but 
Like, what do you remember about your mom and dad's relationship together? Do you remember them being affectionate with each other? Do you remember them um, fighting a lot? Like, what what kind of memories do you have of them together? I never really saw them fight, but I never saw them affectionate. Like, but that was their relationship from when I was born on. Like, we they never... Um, they just kind of seem like, were they kind of distant from each other? They just seem like. Yeah, like they never, I never saw them. I mean, you know, like they never slept in the same bed. Like, but we also, like, we would go places together and, like, it was fine. Mm-hmm. Like, you would never know. Like, they had normal conversations. They just weren't mm-hmm. affectionate. Okay. But my dad, to this day, does not show, like, he doesn't, he sits in the recliner by himself. He doesn't want people, like, touching him. He'd rather just be sitting by himself. Okay. And being touched. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Um. So, so you would say... Um, your dad's kind of like a, what do you call that, like an introvert? In a way. Yeah. Well, I mean, you are old enough that you probably understand what abuse is, right? Yeah. Um, what, can you, can you tell me kind of like in your perspective, like what do you consider to be abuse? Um, anything, I mean, anything emotional, physical, words, like, if you're feeling upset about something, that is, like, I mean, I guess since I'm not a sensitive person, it's kind of, like, for me, if someone says things to upset you, like, that's obviously, at that point, an abusive, like, toxic. If they're talking down to you, like, on your names or something like that. Yes. Okay. And... Did you have you ever witnessed that with um I mean with anybody your dad's been with with your mom or with Kelly? No. Okay, so you've never you've never heard your dad call your mom or Kelly a bad bad name or you know no. say my dad. I have heard my dad cuss one time in my whole entire life, and it was when he got his car stuck in the mud. He was like <laughs> for work, and all that came out of his mouth was shit. That's all I've ever heard <laughs> in my 18 years of life. That's funny. I wonder what he thinks of uh, all the cussing I do on the podcast and stuff. Uh, yeah. That's funny. Um, I mean, he gets mad at me. Yeah. But so okay, so um, so you can you can honestly tell me that you've never. Witness your father be abusive to anyone, not to the kids or to any of his wives. I can 100% tell you that he's never been abusive. Okay. This next audio is with Karen's youngest of two sons, Dustin. Dustin is one of four witnesses who claims to have seen one of our persons of interest at the crime scene prior to his mother's body being found. But Like Ashley, I've opted to focus solely on the subject of abuse in this conversation with him. 
you know, if there was anything, I need you to be honest with me about that, obviously. Yeah. So, um, I mean, can I can I ask you a few questions? Are you comfortable with this? Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, you know, you're a little older, obviously, than Ashley. So, um, you know, you would your memory of you know, their your mom and dad's relationship is going to be you know a lot more pertinent. Um, yeah. Because she was so young, but what um what do you remember about you know your mom and her temperament and her behavior you know how she disciplined and you know stuff like that. Um. She was a spitfire to anybody and everybody. It didn't matter who you are, kid friend you just and it wasn't it wasn't um and when I say spitfire I don't mean that she was just mean or anything she was not mean she would do anything for anybody but um she didn't like anybody taking advantage of her family yeah so when it came to that like I have memories of like peewee basketball and stuff like that and um there was times where I was taking advantage of playing basketball and she let whoever have it every single time. She just, she stood up for the family is what she did. And that's the only, that's the only time when I say spitfire, that's the only time I mean that, you know, if it was, you know, either discipline for us or somebody was degrading us or not giving us a fair shot, she would step up and, and stand and, up for uh, it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, now, what about your dad? What what was what's his temperament like? You know, how what's his discipline style? You know, what, how would you describe him? Um, when I was younger, I got whooped with a belt until I laughed about it. But there wasn't it wasn't abusive or anything I deserved it it wasn't um like I mean I got paddled at school like that hurt worse than the than the belt whoopings I got but that was just old school back in the day you know I never once got bruised or anything like that you know yeah but uh but and and half the time it was half the time it was mom (laughs) doing the belt yeah they just and that was when we were raised you know in the Christian you know, still going to church every day or every week, and yeah, spare uh, the rod, spoil the child, right? Right, right, absolutely. And we were school, but we still made a discipline. So, but yeah. I mean, very, very seldom. You know, I I rebelled at a younger age. I told them I'd do whatever I wanted to when I was like fifteen, and after a point, they finally believe me and that's what I did but yeah um and the girls I've never seen them disciplined other than you know getting yelled at or occasionally between mom and and dad it was just it was just verbal uh verbal reprimands yeah verbal um what's what's the word uh yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, okay, so now what about their relationship together? How would you describe their relationship? Um, I don't know. They had a they had a different relationship. Um, different they how? Weren't, they weren't um, very, and I think a lot of it, the way we were raised in church or whatever, but they weren't there weren't a lot of um uh, um physical uh, PDA I guess. I guess you would call it yeah. PDA. Okay. So. They weren't real affectionate with each other. Right. Okay. Now, but did you ever witness them fighting? Other than verbally, no. What was the verbal fight like? How did do you remember things that were said between them? Uh, I have no idea, honestly. Was it was there yelling or just snide remarks? Uh, I honestly don't even remember. I mean, it's just. A married couple. I mean, yeah. to be honest with you, just yeah. I mean, okay. It wasn't any. It wasn't anything out of the normal. Like I've seen, I've been yeah. around several. Um, you know, I just I just know how marriage is. I know it's not perfect, and people argue, but that's not. It wasn't. It wasn't like that twenty four seven. It was just. I mean, I had arguments sometimes, and it wasn't over wasn't over anything super well you know, otherwise if I could remember an instance I would tell you but yeah. there was nothing that memorable over them fighting about to you know to remember. Yeah. Well let me ask you this. I mean I know you know what abuse is. There's no, you know, you're old enough. There's no point in dancing around the subject and being like, you know, did he do this or did he do that? I mean, you know what abuse is. Did you ever witness anything abusive? You know, did you ever witness your your father being abusive towards your mother? No, I didn't. And I'll tell you, like I've told you a million times and everybody else that's ever asked me, if I ever thought that my father had anything to do with it, uh, I would be the first to step up and either beat him till he couldn't breathe or, or turn him in one. I would be the first person. Yeah. But there's there's no doubt in my mind about any of that. So. Okay. Well, and, and you know, I mean, I, I'm sure you love your dad, and I'm I'm sure you wouldn't, you know, want to think that he would do that. Um, well, I'm also not dumb. I mean, I think I'm very, um, like I almost should have pursued psychology because I can, I can read people. I can tell and yeah, I don't know. I can just, I just, I can read people. Right. You got, you got that gift. I guess I I, I really for, honestly for curse. <laughs> like not to be not to toot my own horn or anything, but 
just about anything in life I've ever wanted, I've I've gotten. Yeah. And that's knowing people, it's reading people, it's being persistent. And yeah. I, I don't know, maybe it is just toot my own horn or maybe I've just been lucky or maybe I'm schooled, which I don't <laughs> think I'm schooled. I mean, <laughs> but, right. yeah. but I just, Yeah. But no, I and I understand you. You gotta. I know they're coming after him. They've been coming after him for years now. But yeah. Um, yeah, they're just walking real slow to Alabama. <laughs> Are they? Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, that that wasn't funny. I'm sorry. But you know, I mean, you know, I'm under fire. Um, you know, I'm yeah, under fire cool. because I don't think that your dad did it. And, you know, they're saying I haven't, you know, thoroughly investigated this, that I have, you know, been biased. And, you know, I mean, they've even gone as far as to say that I was literally hired to put up smoke screens. Yeah, I know. And I've heard that. Yeah, it's absurd. It's absolutely absurd. But, you know, it's like I've told you know, several people, but it didn't, you know, and, and, and yes, you know, almost two years in, I have grown to be just a little bit biased, but the reason I've grown to be biased is not because of anything your father did. It's because of all the witness statements and it's because of certain people's behavior that has caused me to have a real difficult time seeing anything any different way because it seems pretty clear to me. Um, doesn't mean I can't be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, you know, and it's not like it's either or. It's not like it's either my theory or your dad did it. I mean, there are other things that could have possibly happened too. Yeah. You know, but, um, you know, regardless, the the point is that um, at the end of the day, you know, I mean, I like to think that we're all after the same thing and that's right. just, you know, justice for your mom. And that's right. it. That's all that matters. That's, and that's yeah. all I care about. And out of all this mess, if we get that, then it's worth it. You know? I hope this has been eye-opening for you all. It breaks my heart that there is so much turmoil surrounding this case as if the death of a beautiful wife and mother wasn't tragic enough. But what everyone seems to forget here is that this isn't about who is right and who is wrong. If we are all truly seeking the truth in this case, then I can't understand why we can't all just come together to achieve that. But maybe I really am just a little too naive to work in this business. If this is truly the type of world the type of environment that Karen had found herself in, then it's no wonder it ended the way it did. Because people with minds of their own and the courage to stand for what they believe in really don't fare well in situations like the one that we're currently watching unfold before our eyes. What does that mean? Well, I don't know just yet. So, till next time, keep fighting for justice.
is our duty to shine the light of truth, to bring justice to the restless souls whose lives were lost to their hands. Rise up against the evildoers of this world so that their souls may have peace. We will not surrender.